0: The Water Coolest Daily Financial Newsletter is now powered by Barstool Sports. It's the only newsletter that I read every morning to stay informed on what the hell is going on in the markets. You can check it out at barstool.link barstool.link/watercoolest. slash barstool.link/watercoolest, watercoolest. That's barstool.link slash watercoolest. W-A-T-E-R-C-O-O-L-E-S-T.
1: Everybody. Welcome back to Tea with Publicity. If you are here because Jersey Jerry promoted this episode, welcome to the Tea Tribe. Yes, we are talking about feet today and a few other things, so welcome aboard. I have my producer here with me today, Gia. Hi, Gia. Hello. Um, guys, I don't know if I like ever formally introduced Gia because I know I've been having like a million producers come in and out of the show. So I kind of just wanted her to like fly under the radar um, to avoid showing you how much things have been switching up. But hopefully she's here to stay for a while. Yes, permanent. Yes. So G is here and um, we're going to answer your Ask Alyssa questions a little bit later. I'm going to catch you up on what I've been up to. I do have some personal life updates. Then Jersey Jerry, my coworker, is on the podcast answering all of your foot fetish questions and I think he may have like swayed me into being open to like getting my toes sucked so <laughs> so we'll get into that in a bit um like I said then we'll answer your ask Alyssa questions and then I'm going to spill the tea on what's going on in pop culture so just to kick things off um I think I have a FaceTime date tonight
2: Oh, interesting.
1: So I was talking to this guy on Hinge, and, like, normally conversations I feel like are so stale on apps. It's like, what are you doing? Nothing. You. It's like, ugh. And then they go nowhere, nothing transpires. So I was talking to this guy. We had really good, like, banter back and forth. We were chatting on the app, and then he was like, look, I might have COVID. Would you be open to FaceTiming? And I was like, you know what? I like that idea because it's, like, a good screener. And I'm like, yeah, sure, let's do it. And then we moved over to text and we wound up having like a lot in common. So at the very least, I think it will be an easy conversation. Um, He seems cool. So I think I'm doing that tonight.
2: That's exciting. I know.
1: So we'll see. It's like, I feel like we're back in like March 2020 with like the FaceTime dates. I feel like
2: kind of, I don't know if I'm like the only person in the world that feels this way, but I feel like it's kind of easier to talk to people through a video camera like we did recruitment for mm. my sorority like all through zoom and i was crushing it because like it's less awkward at i know it is like even though you're not face to face it's almost it takes m- away friendlier that, yes yeah totally
1: it's almost like oh my friend i'm calling <laughs> yeah
2: and then if something goes wrong you're like oh i'm
1: breaking up uh, i know I signal <laughs> so very th- easy to get out of it totally i feel like it will be fine and like we randomly obviously I don't know him but we already like have all this um, stuff in common to talk about like we know similar people so whatever so I'll update you guys there Um trying to date more this year as you know um, and then what else in my personal life I really was like so drained after last week because it was my birthday the new year I was like go 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 so Friday I just like stayed in it snowed took the day Saturday I woke up I went to SoulCycle which I hadn't gone to SoulCycle in so long because with the pandemic like doing the whole indoor class with like mask or no mask kind of just felt weird to me but I'm here to say it felt so good to be back like so so good and for my birthday my friends bought me um, a gift card to get classes at SoulCycle. So now I'm, like, pumped because just, like, being around the energy, even not the workout of it all, like, the mental health aspect of it all. I love being in there with, like, the music and the lights down. And I almost just kind of, like, manifest when I'm on the bike. Like, I just visualize and I get really great ideas that come to me. I saw a T tea triber there, which was fun. Um, so... So yeah, anyway, um I sorry, I got an email so I got a little distracted. So I went to SoulCycle, then me and my friends went to brunch, and then after brunch, we were like, let's just like go get a drink, and it turned into like an all day like drinking fest. And I was so hungry by the time I went home because I only ate breakfast, not lunch. So on my way home, I'm like, I really I had my period so like I think you just like crave red meat when you're on your period for some reason (laughs) because you're iron I don't know if that's factually correct but I think it is (laughs) and I was just like I want a cheeseburger but being gluten-free it's really hard because nowhere has gluten-free buns so Shake Shack does so I'm like oh I'm just gonna get a cheeseburger delivered I get a cheeseburger delivered I remember like being drunk like looking at the menu the next thing I know my Shake Shack is at my house I go to open my cheeseburger and there's also a hot dog in the bag (laughs) that's the best surprise you could ever get literally and I was like oh my god bonus dog (laughs) (laughs) I was like what is this but like I was so confused I'm like still a little drunk and I'm like why do I have a hot dog I'm like I can't believe they sent me one I remember clicking it on the menu being like this is weird that they sell hot dogs and then clicking away turns out I ordered the hot dog. Like, they didn't just accidentally send me a hot dog. Like, I fully ordered the hot dog. Having no idea I ordered the hot dog, might I add you. Um, Of course I took a bite. Like, I had to. I was like, bonus bonus talk. (laughs) Surprise wiener. Surprise. Everyone loves a surprise wiener. (laughs) Or sometimes you don't. But this one was a nice surprise. Um, So I got that. And it was just fun. Like, me and my friends were out. And... There was guys and we were talking like it was just like good vibes. Um, so now we're gonna go out day drinking every weekend from here on out, we decided. So that was my weekend. I kind of like tried to watch TV this weekend. We'll i I'll talk about that in the spill the tea section. Um, so let me get into my interview now with Jersey Jerry, where we talk about his foot preferences, what makes him a foot fetish type of guy. Um, my openness to getting my toes sucked and more. So we will get into that now and then join me after for the Ascalissa segment. You guys, I am here with Jersey Jerry, and this is a long-awaited episode because we're talking about feet, foot fetishes, all things feet. Jerry, how are you?
0: I'm doing good. Thanks for having me.
1: Thanks for coming.
0: Anytime. My anytime. deskmate. Yep, right next to each other.
1: <laughs> two, just two people from Jersey talking about feet.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm the king of feet. I mean, I run competitions, foot competitions yearly. And uh, come March, I'll have another competition here, and Barstool's going to promote the shit out of it, and it'll be fun.
1: So, is it going to be, are you reading feet in the office or foot submissions?
0: Foot submissions, that's how I usually do it. Um, kind of like, you ever see March Madness? Yeah. The brackets, it's like that. These, you know, girls, and we're going to do a guy one too. Um, they'll send in feet pictures, <laughs> and we'll line them up according to, you know, what we think. The one plays the 16, the two plays the 15, oh, like that. Mm-hmm. And it's a daily competition, and the fans get to vote on it as well.
1: So in high school, we, obviously it's called March Madness, but the guys in, in my high school did this thing called May Madness, mm-hmm. where they would pick, like, four girls from each grade. Okay. And make a bracket and put us against each other. Very similar. And whoever came in on the day that they were, like, i don't know we were playing each other like they'd be like listen you're up tomorrow so i'd know i'd come exactly. in in a good outfit exactly and then you'd progress or not progress and it became a national news scandal oh, wow. because it was like guys breeding yeah, girls on exactly. their like this is different it's feet on their public appearance it was all over the news it was like montville boys raiding girls in bracket yeah
0: <laughs> yeah this is super similar i mean the you know i've had girls uh dm pictures and then the next day they're they're massaging their feet with lotion i had a girl actually get a tattoo for the competition
1: oh so do we like a tattoo on the foot
0: i like a tattoo i like a toe ring and i like an anklet
1: oh my god okay okay we're digging in we're digging in because people wrote in questions and before we get into specifics some questions are really pointed so Mm -hmm. okay what is it about feet that people like specifically like what makes you a foot guy
0: I just think when a girl when when you see a girl take care of her feet and you'd see them take care of their hands, mm-hmm. their nails like right off the bat that points to excellent hygiene. And I think that's a big that, that's a big part of, you know, being a woman, being a guy. I I do my nails, I I get pedicures. Um the hygiene part is really important and I just think there's something it's just sexy. It's just <laughs> That white nail polish, it just, it hits different. So you're does. a big
1: fan of the white.
0: Big fan, I mean, yeah. Oh, and I
1: hear French, French tip.
0: You don't see the French tip on the toe um, <laughs> often, but uh, I, it's very rare that you see it, and I'm a big fan. I think it's top three.
1: Oh, top, okay, wait, so white, French, and what's the what's the third?
0: So I had a little problem um, with Erica, actually. Uh, my One of my least favorite is the red.
1: 100% agree. I,
0: I can't stand that I think it's just pure laziness
1: wait question what do you think about red lipstick um depends because I heard years ago that mm-hmm. men don't like women in red lipstick I don't personally. never wore it again a day in my life I don't personally it's like a thing, and I feel yeah. I feel the same way I don't wear red nail polish on my nails yeah like I feel like it's just not I don't know. Something about it. I think,
0: it, I think, I don't know. Maybe it makes people like look older. I don't know. Like, oh, that's
1: a good a, point. With
0: the red. You know what I mean? So I don't know. So what about like a
1: blush pink?
0: That's hot. I like that. I
1: do like a neutral. Nude. A
0: nude is nice like that.
1: Yeah, because I don't, okay, this is my thing. I don't want to, like when people have turquoise toenails, mm-hmm. I'm like, ew. It's dirty, yeah. Yeah, like it's dirty. <laughs> totally, okay, I'm starting to get this a little more. Yeah. Because when people have dark colors, I'm like, no, you have to go, like, flesh tones exactly. or, like natural.
0: Exactly. I okay. agree 100%. Okay. I always get
1: black. Toes. On your toes? my toes, my Yeah. Hands are a little different than feet. I would never do black. Toes. Like, a pale foot with a dark toe, I personally think is gross. Gross, yeah. Yeah. Nasty. Yeah. Mm-mm. Okay, okay, so we're on the same page there. Um, KFC was telling me one time, and I don't know if this is, like, scientifically backed up but he was saying how there's like a sensor in your brain that um it's the same likes, as dopamine yes that yeah. likes p- pleasure exactly that's near like the foot sensor exactly
0: yeah he's right 100 percent. so
1: you think some people are just wired to like feet? Y-
0: exactly yeah and like i don't like i even appreciate okay let's say for instance i was with a girl right and we were in a l- relationship for a long time and she was a server mm-hmm. let's just say she was a server let's say at an applebee's She's on her feet all day, uh she comes home. You don't need to shower i <gasps> i I will massage your feet right there. those sweaty feet. I will massage those because you've been putting in work all day long. Oh, and so I appreciate that. you like
1: a dirty foot.
0: I like a clean foot and a dirty foot.
1: oh my God, okay, we're asking more questions because we're we're getting into this now, so so how do you there a lot of them are very similar mm-hmm. um people want to know how to make money but we'll get into that in a bit. Okay. Foot in his mouth on the first date. Talk about that. So I guess this guy put this girl's foot in his mouth on the first yeah. date. Is it a second date type of thing? A third date? I think
0: for me this is how it goes. It's uh I won't I won't probably do that on the first date unless I know that the girl is with that.
1: True, fair.
0: Um but I will make it known right off the bat like you're coming to my bed, you're gonna you're gonna take your socks off. <laughs> you're not you're not gonna wear socks. Yeah, I mean Marty's even asked me in the past, my good friend Marty here, he's like You're with a dime, a girl who's a rocket and you know, she takes off her socks and it's gross and it's like I mean, I don't I don't know how to say this other than if if I have a hard dick, it's going to be soft.
1: If they're like if, they're, if the toes are jagged yeah, and the pedicures big, chipped. Yeah, it's a big
0: turnoff. Big turnoff. I can't I can't deal with that.
1: Yeah, I get that though. Cuz I would feel the same way if a guy had like dirt under his nails or something. Yeah, no.
0: You, as guys like I I know I know me, I use a scrub in the shower daily. And you know, you just make sure it's clean, you know.
1: Oh, you're very on top of things. Yeah, you got to be. Um, Okay, so people want to know what's the sexiest part, the arch, the toes, or the heel? That's tough. That's (laughs) tough.
0: I'm going to say, only reason, I'm going to say the arch because when you got that arch, your hand fits so good under that arch.
1: (laughs) It's like a little support. It's
0: so, yeah, it's special.
1: (laughs) So we don't love a flat foot. I mean, I'll deal
0: with a flat foot. I don't mind, but I think it feels the best when you tuck... You cup that hand right in the arch and you just let it rest on your palm.
1: (laughs) It's just like a little like banana. Exactly. So, okay, this is a great question. Someone said, is summer slash sandal season like being bombarded with porn 24-7 for someone who loves feet?
0: 100%. Yeah, it's just like
1: walking tits out. Exactly.
0: I appreciate that more than – I'd rather a girl with an an A cup and and sexy feet – Rather than a, a a girl with you know C's or D's, perky, nice, and and busted up feet.
1: Wow. Okay. Yeah. So this is a good one. When did it start? Like, did this happen with puberty, or was this a late oh, late in life realization? Yeah, no,
0: this just goes back 2000. This goes back to o seventeen.
1: Oh, uh, so that's not that long. Yeah, ago. this goes
0: back to o seventeen, o sixteen. No, o seventeen. Laura from uh, Clancy's a strip club. Um. Got a private dance in the back, and I mean, I always liked feet, but I never – people say, oh, Jersey Jerry, you got a foot fetish. No, I have a foot appreciation, and this <laughs> this was the first time where I really appreciated feet, and like I said, you know, I appreciate a girl who's been working all night, you know what I mean? And I mm-hmm. just, for the first would time – it feel
1: nice, I guess, to come home and get your feet Yeah, Exactly,
0: and for the first time, I grabbed the foot. And for some reason, I was like, "This is it."
1: You're this making it. me more open to it because originally I'm like, "Ew, no!" And now I'm like, "You know what? Having my feet worshipped—worshipped—might be nice." Exactly.
0: And uh, I don't know if you have in the past. Have you I ever? I haven't. You haven't. So you don't really know, like what it, what this is about.
1: But I think it's one thing to have a guy rub my feet than to have a guy stick my toes in his mouth.
0: Yeah, I mean, you you wouldn't.
1: I guess like, I'll never know. Until I
0: try. No, you, you really, you really won't. Let, let me. This is a kind <laughs> of a graphic show in a way, or yeah, no? yeah, we're fine. <laughs> okay, so so just just imagine you're with a guy and you know you're having great sex, and he's just staring at you, and he just grabs your foot and just starts sucking your toes would that make you feel uncomfortable if, or it's like wow this is actually pretty fucking hot i
1: would never say no yeah because it's not that weird do you know what i'm like i yeah. wouldn't be like oh, ew what like yeah. i think i'd just let it happen see i
0: can't i don't like girls like that they would I don't, like if they said no yeah that would be like, all right when well, our time's up
1: no i would just let it happen yeah <laughs> I'd be like whatever
0: yeah i mean
1: <laughs> wait wait okay Okay, you're making me more open to the possibility. Exactly. I just think I've never been um I've never been with someone who's tried that. I'm yeah. putting it on my bucket list for you this got, year. You
0: got to. You got to. <laughs> and
1: I'm gonna report back.
0: You should. Give me, give me the report. I'm gonna come
1: it. in screaming, Jerry, I got my toes sucked. <laughs>
0: exactly. <laughs> That'd be amazing.
1: Okay, so. This question I thought was really interesting. So someone said, when the toe is next to the big toe. Oh, when the toe next to the big toe is longer, longer. Yeah, it's a no-go. Mm, you don't love it? What if <sighs> it's if it's not?
0: If it's not too long. Yeah. You as know long what as I mean? Yeah, if if you got a, a thing like that, I mean, <laughs> yeah. it's a, lot, a little awkward. The perfect feet are, they're uniform. They go on a slant, and it gets smaller and smaller and smaller yes. and smaller.
1: But not too slanted. No, not
0: too slanted, but it's like perfect. The only problem is when you get to that big slant, usually that pinky toe is curled up. Mm. It's like a curl. You know what I mean?
1: I'm going to have my dad enter the foot competition you should. for the men. You should. 100% he's convinced he has the nicest feet. You, he should. He always just puts them on the table. He's like, look at these things. Are they,
0: do you think they're nice? They're
1: not bad for a man's foot. Yeah. He thinks they're perfect.
0: <laughs> we got to have He should come too. in the competition. I think anybody can enter.
1: <laughs> he, that would be so funny um okay so like do you care what kind of shoes people wear because like (laughs) i've got these on
0: i would say what seven and a half eight this is a seven
1: and a half but they're so
0: big you know i want that on record if somebody can clip that seven and a half i i got erica's feet right on the first time and i also got the girl but these are huge shoes
1: yeah they're they're big bulky
0: yeah but yeah, I'm I'm so good with sizes. It's wow. Unbelievable. He knew
1: that right away. Yeah, that's unbelievable. You yeah. really have a talent here. I do. I Special. can't wait for your competition. Oh, it's going to be electric. Thank you for answering our feet questions. You got it
0: anytime. Where could
1: everyone follow you? Stay up to date. Submit their feet.
0: Submit your feet anytime. Uh, Instagram and Twitter, Jerry the Kid Twenty One. That's it. All right. Thank you.
1: Thank you. Okay, guys, I am back for Ask Alyssa, and Jay is going to help me answer these today. So I will read them, and then um, we'll do our best to give you sound advice. So this person said, Ask Alyssa, my sister moved to the same city as me last fall. We are having so much fun and hanging out, going on double dates with our boyfriends, and even joined a softball league together. Around Thanksgiving, she told me she doesn't like my boyfriend because he fact-checked her once and interrupts her a lot. He interrupts everyone, so it wasn't personal, but still a bad habit. We got into a huge fight and talked and agreed we're cool. I feel like she always looks for the bad in people. Also, she kept being passive-aggressive at our league games over text. I texted her to grab coffee and talk before Christmas to see what her issue is. She said um, she had her red receipts on, and read the message and didn't respond she was passive aggressive over the holidays but I ignored it because I'm happy with my life and my boyfriend treats me and my family well we haven't talked and I deleted her on social media I'm not choosing her or him but I rather I rather hang out with who matches my energy She has always treated me like shit throughout high school and college but I looked past it because I know that's a reflection of how she feels and her demons and not me All of my friends and family, except for her, love my boyfriend. I feel like she made the decision to be a bitch about him. Should I reach out one more time to fix this or just leave it and wait for her to reach out? I don't want to have an estranged, estranged, estranged sister, but also it's 2022 and no one deserves to treat me like shit, even if we're related help. I have thoughts. That's tough. I feel like the sisters projecting potentially. Totally. Like if everyone loves your boyfriend and he treats you well as you're saying, maybe she's upset, to see, maybe she's envious of the fact that you have a great relationship. And it
2: sounds like she's like nitpicking like random things to make him sound worse than he actually yes. is. I mean, she might also have rose-colored glasses like when she, she may think like, "Oh, everyone loves my boyfriend." Mm. Like I, I Like, if she thinks he's great, obviously... Yeah, the girl that have, wrote in might think her yeah. boyfriend's great. But it sounds like the sister is definitely projecting her own issues onto...
1: But that said, even though... Let's say your sister's 100% wrong and everything you wrote in is factual. Because all we can go off of is your side. Right. I think, no, don't cut ties with your sister. No, you would never want to do that. No. I think, I think there's two things. One, you could remain in your sister's life and just know how things stand. Like, you have to set a boundary. If she's uncomfortable with your relationship, then maybe you don't talk to her about your relationship. Never tell her anything bad about it. And, you know, like, it's like when you tell a mom something, you're like, mom, that girl bullied me in school, and then your mom forever hates that person, even when you make up. It's like, don't tell her anything bad. Give her no ammunition. But also don't rub him in her face to be like, no, he's such a good guy. I would just... Just set a boundary that, like, you're not going to talk about it, and I would never really want to, like, be estranged necessarily from my sister, but I think you guys should be able to just have, like, an open and honest chat and be like, why are you ignoring me? Like, we yeah. lived together. We had so much fun. I'm really taken aback by yeah. this. you
2: should just be like, you're my sister. Obviously, I value your your opinion, like, and I appreciate you, like, looking out for me, but... My relationship is my relationship. And like, I know how to handle that side of my
1: life. Mm -hmm. So it's just like, yeah, unless he's like an awful person. Yeah. There's no reason for her to not like him. It sounds like
2: like there's a reason why I'm dating him and you're
1: not. And we both have sisters, Gia and I, and like me and my sister butt heads, but never to the point where we don't make up. You know, never. I mean, yeah, I've definitely
2: gotten into like, huge fights with both my siblings. And, like, an hour later, we're like, oh, so did you see this tweet? You know?
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's, like, fine. (laughs) It's, like,
2: nothing happened. So it's not worth it to lose your relationship with your sister. But, you know, at the same time, she has to be able to respect And sometimes
1: you just have to also be like, I know I'm not doing anything wrong. So I'm just, her opinion, I'm not going to let it affect me. Mm -hmm. Like, in the past... My dad's, like, not very emotional in a good way, whereas I'm hyper-emotional. So say I'm fighting with my sister. I'll call him and be like, Jackie thinks X, Y, Z of me. Mm. And he'll be like, he literally says, who gives a shit what she thinks about you? Yeah. And I'll be like, but it's my sister, and, like, I value her opinion. And my dad's like, you don't have to. Yeah. Like, it's your life. And I always think that's such good advice, like from like a yeah. male like because perspective. Because it's one
2: thing coming from a sibling, it's like, oh, like I should be taking this advice seriously, which obviously you should. But at the same time, like you have to think, do what's best for you. Yeah, what you think is best for you. And as long as
1: you think he's a nice, normal guy then you're not hurting anyone or hurting yourself. So I think try to smooth things over with your sister. Sometimes you have to be the bigger person. Tell your boyfriend to stop interrupting people. I just yes. interrupted you. but It's true, though. I That's that's a bad quality. Yeah, especially if it's like in an opinionated way. Yeah.
2: Yes. Oh, my God. Yes.
1: Like if someone's just like inserting themselves to give like a strong opinion, that could be really off-putting. Totally. Okay. Next one. Ask Alyssa, I've been single my whole life and went on my first date this last October and it was terrible. I'm 27 and want to start dating, but I get anxious about how men view my weight. I'm overweight and my life choices. I'm in law school and already have a doctorate. Every time I speak with a guy about being in school, it usually is the end of us talking. I don't know if they think I'm weird for being in school for so long or what, but I'm not sure what I should do. Do I stop mentioning school altogether? Also, how do I become more comfortable with where I'm at weight-wise? Ultimately, I know it's a confidence issue, but you can't just grow that overnight. I mm. don't want to be single forever, lol. Hmm. Okay, a few things. Because then there, done that, all of these things. I used to feel insecure about my job that like people would think I was a vapid influencer. So I would overcompensate by talking about it a lot. And I'm sensing without you even saying it, that maybe you're talking about school to be like, look how great and smart and cool and successful I'm going to be. Because maybe since you're not confident with your weight, you're trying to use school as a way to like show that you have value. Mm, This is just me psychoanalyzing you based off of like very few words. But I feel like that might be the reason, so maybe when you're talking about school, you're divulging maybe you're going in such depth and you're coming across like you have something to prove versus just letting it be a part of your life and not like your entire life. does that make sense? yeah, that makes sense
2: i I don't know i I feel like that's not a her that's not her problem. I feel like if a guy isn't interested in what i mean that's what she does that's her life yeah if he's not interested or thinks it's like
1: impressive
2: yeah or just like is intimidated by the fact that she has a doctorate and stuff like that it's like obviously this guy is not worth your time like they should be willing to listen to whatever you have to say about your job about like what you like to do you know what you like to yeah
1: i do agree 100 i get what you mean a thousand percent about like proving yourself i'm saying maybe she's talking about it in a way that's off right, right Is what i'm getting right, at but right. i agree someone should 100 percent be aligned with what you're doing yeah, yeah yeah so for example the guy from hinge that i was talking to what i liked about him was that like we didn't talk about work and that's really new for me we right. talked about everything but right and i'm used to like using work as a, a conversation like a point of conversation or a way in and I think when you're just able to talk about other things so like in your case it's school that's good um now about the weight aspect I mean my therapist always says it's like how you present and not what you actually look like for example this is funny the other day when I was wearing the hibbly blazer (laughs) And interviewing the boys on my yeah. 50th episode, some girl DM'd me, and she's like, I don't know if it's, like, the new hair or the Hibley blazer, but, like, you just look so confident. Mm. And I was like, that's so interesting, because nothing's changed, yeah, but I think I'm showing up differently. Yeah. And I had this conversation with Jill, my best friend, yesterday about showing up, like, when we were at the bars this weekend. She, We were talking, and she was like, do I seem closed off? And I was like, do I? And we were, like, discussing uh-huh. our, like, body language when we go out. And we were both saying it's like an energy thing. And if you're going to go to the bar and you're going to put your back towards the guys and hide in the corner, no one's going to talk to you. But if you're open and smiling and carefree, like people are going to be attracted to you. So when it comes to your weight, when you think about being comfortable in your weight as you currently are, you just have to realize that there's so many more interesting things about you than your weight.
2: Mm, Yeah. And it's also about, like, doing things to make yourself feel more confident. Like, wearing, like, when you go out, like, you should wear something where you look at yourself in the mirror and you're like, I feel my best Mm -hmm. in this outfit. Yes. Your makeup, your hair, like, do whatever makes you feel pretty on the inside and the outside. And I think that confidence will
1: show. That's so true. And how,
2: like, you present yourself. Like, and even... Like it doesn't even have to be like a sexy outfit or mm-hmm. like showing skin. Like it's just whatever makes you feel good, and I think that's definitely like one of the most important things when meeting people. Like you don't want to wear something that makes you feel uncomfortable or and that you're
1: fi- fixing and you're pulling you're on or trying
2: too hard because then it'll it'll show and yes. how you
1: present yourself with other people 100% yeah. like it's it's like when you feel like maybe you're wearing something tight and let's say you don't like your stomach and you keep like pulling it out Yeah. like l- people are going to see you that oh, you're insecure that about it. Happens or to you're me standing all with time. your arms crossed yeah, hiding your stomach yeah yeah like
2: i used to wear like the like skinny jeans and and crop tops mm-hmm. and like i would just go out and i'd be like all i want to do is put a jacket over my body and mm-hmm. just like hide in the corner because i don't feel good when i wear like stuff that makes me more comfortable whether it's like a baggy shirt with like looser jeans like you know like a cool shirt that's not like showing all of my skin it makes me feel so much better about myself or like an oversized jacket that's like super cool that covers up a little bit it makes me feel so much better about myself and makes me feel more comfortable
1: with going out and talking to people so true and I think part of my progress with my body image like even today for example I'm wearing a white sweatshirt. And I know on camera this sweatshirt's going to make me look 10 times heavier than I am because it's white. I have big boobs. It's baggy. But I think it's a cool fucking sweatshirt. And I wanted to wear it today because it's Monday and I didn't feel like getting dressed up. So I had the devil on one shoulder Mm -hmm. being like, if you wear the white sweatshirt, when you get the podcast clips back, you're going to not like the way you look. Mm -hmm. And then I had the angel being like, who gives a shit? You want to be comfortable. You want to – feel good all day don't worry about how you look on camera yeah and I chose to wear the sweatshirt yeah like sometimes it's just doing what you feel like truly makes you happy and I decided to wear the sweatshirt and be confident about wearing the sweatshirt and not sit here trying to like hide it and tuck it in and I was just like whatever I'm gonna look like a marshmallow (laughs) and I don't give a fuck yeah totally so I think that's part of the growth and it takes a while to get there because I wasn't there even six months ago yeah but you just have to work on it.
2: Yeah. And also, you will find someone that loves you and appreciates you for exactly how you look and exactly how you are. Like, if you think these guys are not giving you the time of day because of your weight, then they're f- assholes. Yeah. And, they're, and they have issues themselves that they can't look past something like that. And
1: looks fade.
2: Oh, totally.
1: So when they're all bald and fat, yeah. then we'll be like, ha ha. Yeah. And I'm
2: <laughs> sure you're a beautiful, beautiful woman. Yes. So there is no need to... Have men f- make you feel
1: insecure about a normal, beautiful body. I totally agree. Great, great, great great answers okay next and final one ask Alyssa how to cut off a toxic friend in a non-dramatic way the friendship is causing me physical and emotional pain at this point we found each other through grad school and following graduation tensions and feelings have been high throughout the whole friend group I moved home for the summer as my lease was up I'm now catching blame from this toxic friend for how my move home has affected her she's justifying bad behavior with mental with mental health terms newsflash though I was also experiencing mental health problems this past summer and decided to get back into therapy when I moved back to Atlanta for a full-time position because of how I struggled this past summer any advice is welcomed thank you I think dealing with friends who are going through depression or like extreme like bouts of anxiety Is really hard because they're not themselves. Mm. And it sounds like you weren't yourself. So you're probably showing up as two very different people than you were when you met and and bonded. Totally. And I, when I have friends that are going through extreme mental health, like flare ups. I don't know if this makes me a pushover, but like I try to be selfless and push my feelings aside to realize it's not about me and it's about them because they're not being themselves mm. and like it kind of sucks because then sometimes you ask yourself like well at what point am I putting up with too much right
0: it's yeah. a balance
1: between it's being totally like am I balance. getting walked all over like okay I've been it's been six months okay now it's been a year mm. okay now it's been a year and a half like am I still willing to put up with this yeah and I I'm, I'm curious to if she's
2: had a talk with her friend like about the situation that's going on because you know if she's if her friend is open to her about her struggles Well, she said
1: I'm catching blame from this toxic friend. So it sounds like okay. the friend is confronting her. Okay.
2: So I I I think there's really only so much you can do to help someone else. Mm-hmm. Like, at a certain point, the friend has to come to the realization that mm-hmm. she's pushing people away because of the way that she's handling her own issues. Mm-hmm. So it's like, if you don't kind of take that step to be like, I need to back away from this friendship because it's affecting me and you're not doing anything to help yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't do th- anything else for you at this point. Yeah. Besides taking my stuff away to help you realize that it, I can't like, like people a step can't back. deal with this anymore. You know? Yeah.
1: I was, like, I want
2: to help you, but I can, you can
1: only help yourself. Yeah. And it's like, there's only, or my dad gave me the best advice the other day. I keep bringing up my dad, but he's just has such a different perspective. Yeah. Like my mom's more emotional like me and my dad's more just matter of fact. Yeah. And he said, when people are giving you a hard time, ask them questions. Mm. What, could I do differently that would make you feel good? Hmm. What would you have liked me to respond instead of X, Y, Z? And he said, when you start asking people questions, they suddenly start realizing how their demands are a little insane. Yeah. That actually makes a lot. Of I sense. know. I was like, dad, this is groundbreaking. Yeah, yeah. He's like, they start realizing as they regurgitate their needs that they're at, they're being unreasonable. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I thought that was such a great piece of advice. Mm-hmm. And I, The other thing I wanted to say is that I've recently, I think just as an adult, I've become so open in my communication with my friends that I feel like I'll never really lose one of my best friends because of how we're able to talk through situations and that's with almost every single one of them. And just last week, a friend and I, She was upset about one thing and I was upset about other. And I think we were both not really talking about why we were upset with each other. And then instead we were kind of just like projecting and expecting us to read each other's minds. And we just got on the phone and she was like, this is why I'm upset. And I'm like, this is why I'm upset. And then we both were able to have empathy for each other's situations. And she was like, oh, I didn't realize I did that one thing that hurt you. I won't do it again. And Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, I didn't realize I did that one thing that hurt you. I won't do it again. And then at the end of the conversation, we were both like, let's just keep talking, like, keep communications open and let's support each other. And we were so thankful we were able to have that conversation and move past it. And I think, like, vulnerability is key. If you just go to your friends and you're like, I'm feeling like I'm dealing with some mental health stuff and I had to move for myself and – I feel like you're also going through things and I just want to know, like, is there something I'm doing? Like, how can we communicate better? Just the more open and honest you are, I found in my like adult life, it just solves everything. Yeah. It's all
2: communication. Totally. I feel like m- one of my biggest problems is I don't open my mouth. Mm-hmm. Like, I just keep everything in. The easiest thing, at, yet the hardest thing to do is just to talk. It's like, so just crazy. open your mouth.
1: And talk about how you feel. Think about every show we watch and every movie, whether it's reality TV or fictional. It's like you're in your head at home being like, why didn't they just say that? Exactly. Just
2: say it. And it's like, well, let me look in the mirror because most of the time Uh if I'm upset about something, I just bottle it in. And I feel like that's how... you affect your relationships with other people the most is because you slowly start to like resent
1: them. Well, you build a list of a hundred things that you hate about that person because you just keep adding it and filing it and adding it. And then... I really have learned to not do this because I it really has helped me in my life. Yeah. to Like, the other day I was annoyed with my friends about New Year's Eve. And I was like, you guys are being annoying. Yeah. And this is why I feel this way. And yeah. they were like, oh, yeah, sorry. yeah And then we were fine. Yeah. I just told them in the moment. I was like, guys, I, obviously I don't talk to my friends like that. But I was like, guys, like, you're stressing me out. Like, this is really upsetting me. Yeah. And then they were like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. yeah
2: And it was fine. Yeah, that's all you have to do is just – be open and honest and I had a friend that used to just hold everything in and she got upset with me and she would tell everyone oh I'm mad at Gia like mm. I'm mad at Gia and I would hear it from my friends oh blah 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 is mad at you and I'd be like well she hasn't said anything to me so what am I supposed to do and then my own issue is I didn't want to say anything to her yeah I hear
1: you're upset yeah, <laughs>
2: yeah. and then eventually I finally <laughs> was like fuck this I have to say something and then she And it was the stupidest. But she tells you, and then you're like, "Oh, that was it." And I'm like, "Like, dude, you could have just told me this. And if you, we were just open with each other, we would
1: never have had this like two month. That's what happens. I'm telling you. It's like just be honest in a nice way that comes from a place of empathy and wanting to talk Mm -hmm. and no one's ever going to look at that and be mad at you totally they're just going to be like oh wow okay she's being really open uh, this is a safe space for me to be open back so that would be my biggest piece of advice for you I hope we answered all your questions with that and um let's spill the tea you guys aren't going to be happy with me I don't think because I am behind on a lot of television and I have no desire to catch up mm. like I'm I've probably only seen three or four episodes of sex in the city no desire to keep watching I will and I know you guys want me to up, like <laughs> recap it but I haven't had the drive to put it on and pay attention
2: I mean I heard it stinks
1: anyways it's and I like, love sex in the city I know it's it's just a mood I've been in where I'm just like oh
2: I don't want like, to deal with annoying Miranda. She yes. stinks now. I'm just like, oh, she's turned into such a like Karen, like she's such a Karen. That just the I watched a few episodes and the thing that really annoyed me about this and someone made this point on TikTok actually, she used to be like this tech savvy businesswoman lawyer. She yes. had the BlackBerry. She knew everything. She was and like now she's like the this boss. grandma Karen. That's like <laughs> yeah. I don't know how to work this. Like blah blah blah. <laughs> she just has this like alcohol addiction problem that's just getting so
1: swept under the rug. Well, and then someone made a point about Carrie too. Like Carrie was always cutting edge, and now she's like, what's a podcast? Yeah, they should have made it where she was like. Heading up her own podcast, like, head bitch in charge. Like, women in power only get more powerful as they get older. They're not, like, these weak old people. Yeah,
2: yeah. They've totally, like, diminished everything <laughs> about those characters, I think. And Carrie, I mean, I've always hated
1: Carrie. She was always my least favorite one. <laughs> Everyone hated Carrie. But,
2: yeah, they just, I don't know. They, and, but like, she's they the best so in the
1: reboot because she's the only one that reminds me of home. Yeah. Like, she's the one she's to me. She's still annoying Carrie. She's sex in the city to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah, Totally. Uh, Yeah, I don't – okay. Wait, did I go on my Emily in Paris rant about the clothing? I don't think – I think this was off air. I don't know because it's kind of rude because I never want – maybe I did talk about this. All I'm going to say is the same person that designed the clothes for Emily in Paris is the same stylist for Sex and the City. Hmm. And all I'm going to say is Carrie wears her clothes – with such personality. Yes. Like, she's an absurd thing, but she has her big, fun hair and her great personality. Yeah. And, like, I felt like Emily, like, didn't bring any of herself into the clothes. Oh, God. Like, sh- the clothes wore her. She didn't wear the clothes. Yeah. Carrie wears the clothes. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? Totally. Um, okay. And then the one other thing that I didn't watch yet that you guys are going to murder me for is The Bachelor. Oh, okay. And I've never missed a season. Like, I am an OG Trista... Sutter, Sutter, stan i've watched the bachelor i've probably only missed like three seasons ever mm. and they're like the early ones i have no desire but the well, ones too we're too bachelored out i'm, I'm bachelored out too much. i'm not invested in clayton the one thing i'm feeling like i'm going to regret is not knowing who anyone is when they go on paradise yeah. or when it comes time to Podcast with people and interview people and I don't yeah. know who anyone is when
2: you put your poll up should I watch this season did you get more yes or no it was like
1: 50 50 mm, interesting I think what I'll do which is sad that it's come to this I'm going to watch for business purposes <laughs> uh, genuinely yes. like it is my job yeah. to be in the know yeah and I like to be in the know of like The Hot Goss. And maybe
2: you could just watch, like, recaps. Also, watch me end
1: up loving it. Like, who knows? I'm sure I'll enjoy it. I just felt a little fatigue from, I don't love the first episode. It's a little, like, lame. Um, Again, it's one of those shows, like, I'd rather be scrolling on TikTok than watching, Mm -hmm. which means I really don't want to watch it. It's just, like, background noise for me at this Mm -hmm. point, you know? So I'll watch it, but I haven't yet, so I can't even update. So basically, today's update is that I have nothing to update you guys on. (laughs) Um, I do want to talk about um, Kanye West and his new girlfriend, Julia Fox, I think it is. Um, PR stunt.
2: I have seen so many absurd TikToks about her and her past. like she And how was, she's obsessed
1: with Kim Kardashian. Yeah.
2: And she was like, she put on like these crazy art shows where she like used her blood for like painting. Oh, yes. I like heard this. Released a book that had like these nudes. very explicit nudes and like pictures of her getting like beaten. And obviously it's like supposed to be like a representation mm-hmm. of like her past and like stuff like that. But she had a she had a wild, wild beginning of her career. So
1: I'm not a huge like conspiracy theorist, genuinely, because I just I hate to think that the world is so like cynical like that. So I always say I don't believe in conspiracy theories, but of course I listened to one that my friend Amanda posted. And it was from NT the lawyer, who is like this guy that reports blind items in Hollywood. And basically he was saying how there was auditions to be Kanye's girlfriend. They, like, started auditioning people, and he chose her, mm-hmm. and that's why this seems so calculated. And I have to say, for someone that's not a conspiracy theorist, I truly, as a publicist, believe something isn't adding up here. The, the way they went on their second date, and then there was an interview magazine article, you have to arrange press. You mm-hmm. have to pitch the idea to press. You have to set up time for this. The way there was um, – she said when she got, went back to her hotel room, there was racks of clothes in her size – so, you're telling me in 24 hours Kanye had Balmain fly out or Balenciaga fly mm-hmm. out clothes? Absolutely not. This was premeditated, it was 100% set up. I think he sees Kim. With Pete and he's been doing these public dis- like declarations of I want Kim back. He's losing grasp of her with every inch she's out of his grasp in the Bahamas with Pete. And Kanye's like, I need a girlfriend. I need to make it big. And I'm going to get back at her. And boom, two days later, full press release, a news article, this girl's name's everywhere. I personally believe it was extremely staged and very obviously staged. Yeah, Totally.
2: It was, it was just the most insane thing I've ever seen. And she, the article was hilarious because she wrote it. Like she has the writing skills of a fifth grader. But it was kind she's of like, like, we had so much fun. And yeah, then she's he like, opened Who the Who would have thought yeah. that a man
1: like Kanye <laughs> yes. West would buy me clothes? Yes. Um, yes. Like, it, it,
2: they, they must have subscri- like, pay hey, together so fast.
1: I just want to say too, I'm not judging her. If someone was like, Hey, you want to audition to be Kanye West's girlfriend? I'd be like, okay. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, no, nope, yeah. no. Nope. And she seems to have a Kardashian obsession, so she
2: she probably who thinks this is one step closer to getting to the family. Who
1: wouldn't take that opportunity? Oh, it's totally. Huge press moment, huge career. Her, her booster. name is in
2: every single, every
1: single big
2: entertainment. Outlet this right might now. make
1: her a, the, a big celebrity. Yeah, now. and I'm
2: sure she'll be in more movies. We'll definitely start seeing her. One hundred
1: percent. So yeah. I don't blame her at all for taking the opportunity. All I'm saying is. I personally believe it was contrived Mm. and I think it is very very obvious that this was premeditated because interviews don't just poof into thin air yeah editors are contacted things are put into play and that's just what I believe and I'd also like to say that Kanye West went to Carbone on Friday I went on Saturday and Kylie Jenner went on Sunday I missed the entire Kardashian clan by 24 hours
2: damn
1: ugh, so annoying um, Kim and P in the Bahamas, those pictures are obviously very confusing. Her wearing the baggy black jeans and the plunging bathing suit. It's confusing because it looks like they're boarding a boat in that outfit, but then they were seen landing in L.A. also in that outfit. So part of me is thinking the press kind of confused. Part of me is thinking they got in those outfits to go home and the press... Made it sound like they got in those outfits when they landed. So we were like, why is Kim been in this outfit for 48 hours? But I think it was just really one scenario that was picked up a few different ways. Um, but I'm here for her and Pete. Like, I think they're hot. I don't know what it is. Kim Kardashian dating Pete Davidson has made me have the complete hots for him. I'm so into him. I totally see it. I'm like on a Pete Davidson spiral watching his YouTubes. And I'm on, I ship. Oh, yeah. All aboard. Totally. (laughs) I love them
2: together. I think it's fun. Fun. Whatever. If it's a PR stunt, I don't even, I honestly don't even think it is, but I think it's something very fun for her, a younger guy. She deserves someone that will, like, actually appreciate her, and, like, I feel like she needs something new, something just, like, someone to make her laugh, like, not someone to give her, like, have, like make her cry all night and freak out over the next thing that he's going to say. Like he just is a funny guy who probably really appreciates
1: her. I totally agree. And then the last topic is Claire Crawley was seen with um, his name's Blake something. Blake Monar. 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 Oh, Blake Moines. No different Blake. Oh wait. The- M.O.N. N-A-R. Moner or something. Manar. I don't know. Is that know.
2: the one with that had the drama with Kalen?
1: He was the tatty daddy that was dating oh, Tia. Oh, tatty um, daddy. R- yes. So okay. Claire posted um a story or like, I don't know why Bachelor Nation, every single one of them keeps posting like montages with like, like sad music with them and their boyfriend, which I don't blame them because I would probably do the same thing. But Claire posted with this guy, Blake, who was on... B.I.P. dating Tia for a short bit of time I actually thought he was so hot on Bachelor in Paradise Mm -hmm. yeah very hot and Claire and him have been spotted together posted a whole video montage Mm -hmm. not necessarily kissing or anything but like hanging out looks like they're definitely dating and no you're shaking your head this is my unpopular opinion (laughs) I want Claire to find someone Genuinely.
2: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. She, you know, she has gone through a lot. Like,
1: I'm just. I want her to meet someone. I want her to have a baby. Like, I'm really rooting for her. Like, yes. really rooting. Yeah.
2: I just. She. I have. I'm. I. With her and the Dale stuff. Like, I feel bad for her because it just. Real. I think it pushed people away from her. Like, totally. People. just But you
1: know, don't. I have like a worse taste in my mouth about Dale than I do her for some reason.
2: Well. He, yeah, I mean, that makes sense.
1: Which, like, I'm sorry, Dale, because I'm sure we'll meet one day, and I'm sure I'm going to flip the script, because I've heard nothing but nice things about him, genuinely. Like, I've friends of friends that are, like, he's the nicest guy. Yeah. And I'm not saying he's not a nice guy, but something about the situation, for whatever reason, almost, like, just painted toxic. him in a worse light. Mm. Like, I almost felt for her, because, like, she just wants it so bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ugh, like... And I hope
2: that her and Taddy Daddy have a beautiful, beautiful relationship. And he's hot.
1: Yeah, he is hot. She's a beautiful woman. Beautiful. Like, yeah. she has the sickest body. Yeah. Like, I just, I'm rooting for it. Yeah. Like, I really want them to be together. I hope so. So, I don't know. Again, maybe my unpopular opinion. Um, If you've made it this far into the episode, I am recording with Greg Grippo this week. So, we'll get some Bachelor tea. I think I need to catch up on the season before then. On, um, Clayton's. Yeah. Not that I even want I to talk think, about it with him, but just in was, case.
2: When, yeah, because I was going to say, when he was at your show, he was like, I don't, I haven't watched anything. Like, oh my God. I, I really... asked him
1: all the tea off air. Like, yeah. I was like, oh, you know, when you're drunk. And yeah. I was like, this is what I recommend you do. I know. I, I think I, I said this on my podcast. I told him to play it like Tyler Cameron. <laughs> I was like, you have an opportunity here. I mean, yeah, he could. He could. He I, could have easily
2: been the next Tyler Cameron. I think he shouldn't he, go on
1: Paradise, and he should play it like Tyler Cameron yeah. and just be fucking famous. Yeah. And
2: Well, I think going on Paradise would just help him because he's kind of, like, not lost his, like, hype, but it's definitely dying down. I feel like Tyler kind of had that hype that well, lasted him for a while, but if Tyler went on Paradise, I feel like it would have kept going.
1: Because Greg isn't as, like, in the press. He doesn't care. He's chill. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Like, he doesn't do that many interviews. Yeah, exactly.
2: So I feel like maybe going on Paradise would... Help him I know, help the hype come back
1: up. But I think like and he needs a redemption from the whole gas. I don't thing. even think he needs it because people are just obsessed with That's it. True. Like when I put him on my stories, like the amount of thirst yeah. in my DMs and it's people that didn't even watch a show. Yeah. They just point him out in a crowd and they're like, who the fuck is that? <laughs> like people are obsessed with him. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. also side note. Oh, my god! I just can keep rambling today. I so Greg put up a picture he's fostering a dog and the same company reached out to me about fostering a dog and I think I might do it guys you should I've never had an animal in my entire life I don't even know what to do with a dog like I'm gonna be so confused but they said they give me the supplies and it's like 10 days and they just want me to foster a little pup
2: oh my god you totally should I know but I
1: don't think I'm gonna sleep for 10 days because oh no how am if I gonna sleep puppy, with this thing in my apartment is it a, is it a puppy puppy yes but I just know my anxious brain and all night I'm going to be like does the puppy need me is you it breathing can ha-
2: you can put its kennel in your room or put a little doggy bed in your
1: room I won't sleep I genuinely won't sleep okay. like I'm going to be for 10 days I'm going to be a zombie but I think I'll bring it to the office Yeah,
2: think about how much of a better life it'll have in your apartment than it's sitting but in I'm also cage. scared because I'm going to love it and then that's, it's going to get taken
1: from me that's the hardest part about fostering I feel like I'm already devastated just thinking <laughs> about it <laughs> So I want to ask Greg about his experience because I have yeah. a lot of questions. Yeah.
2: <laughs> that, I don't know how people do that. I would – if I fostered a dog, I'd just keep all of them.
1: I'm literally going to be so heartbroken. Yeah. But I also have, like, contemplated wanting a dog the past few years. So I think this is a good test to oh, run totally. for me to see if I could handle it. Totally, I'm scared. Um, okay, guys, that is today's episode. Thank you so much to everyone that's been tuning in to Sunday Scandies and Tame Thursdays. It has taken the internet by storm. I mean – we are having guys write in. We are having everyone write in, share their most vanilla moments and then their most scandalous moments. And I'm really excited. I'm thinking, I'm thinking about coming out with some merch to support the cause. Um, so keep it keep an eye on that and then potentially some let me live merch because that is a big saying that I I just really live my life by just let me live and um yeah so keep an eye out continue to follow me on Instagram tell your friends spread the news subscribe to the pod we have some amazing guests lined up for this year and I can't wait for you guys to hear them so I will see you next Tuesday